today. The latest on Russia and Ukraine. And DeSantis takes heat for asking students to remove their masks. Was he out of line? I will let you watch and decide. We've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and I am joined today by my friends. We have Blaze TV contributor Yaku Boyens, host of The Bottom Line. Also, Pat Gray, Blaze TV host of Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can find if you are up early enough. It is the morning show, or you can find it wherever you get your podcasts if you don't like to get up as early as Pat Gray does. True. Which yes. I I don't like to get up as early as you do, but somehow yeah. I am up because it turns really? out that my children, oh, children love to be up at yeah. that time. What yeah, time yeah. do you get up? So uh, usually about two thirty. <laughs> and you're you're on the air <laughs> Absurd. At? at six. At six, yeah. Mm-hmm. But how, what time do you go to bed at night? <laughs> Anywhere from seven to ten. Yeah. So it's still a fairly ten. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. How yeah. are you functional the next morning? Superhuman. So. Well, yeah, I know. that's fair. Yeah. Superhuman. I should have thought oh, of that. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to the latest on Russia and Ukraine. Um, I know we've covered it vastly in you know the last week or so, um, but just to kind of give the highlights, get your thoughts on it, gentlemen. Uh, apparently, Vladimir Putin called French President Emmanuel Macron today. This was a, what Macron calls a tense exchange um, between the two leaders. It was a 90-minute call. They say it failed to deliver a diplomatic breakthrough. And uh, apparently one of the French officials said that, quote, the worst is yet to come, end quote, and that Putin aims to take control of all of Ukraine. Uh, Macron reportedly told Putin, your country will pay dearly because it will end up as an isolated country, weakened and under sanctions for a very long time. And he said that Vladimir Putin should not lie to himself. So that's kind of uh, the latest. Also, in those updates, Ukraine and Russia have tentatively agreed to safe corridors and uh, an aid for delivery. Uh, Putin also told Macron that the conflict was, quote, going according to plan, end quote. So um, not, I would say, probably not a very warm exchange between the two of them, not a very uh, friendly call. Um, Also, a Ukrainian sniper reportedly killed a highly decorated Russian general. Um, Again, this kind of thing, I report because it's being reported, but I just like yeah. to just tell you guys, I did not report the ghost of Kiev. I did not talk about that on the program because I wasn't sure. I, there have been specific things that I was like, I'm not going to talk about yet because I'm not sure if they are true. Um, and we're getting so much misinformation now. So I do want to mm-hmm. say this, this particular, the sniper uh, that has been reported to kill Uh, One of the top Russian generals, I just want to say, like, this is being reported. It apparently has been vetted. Um, I don't have the, like, means to vet it myself in this moment. So I am delivering it with just like a just a caution that this could change. Um, But if so, it is interesting to see this happening at the same time that Russia is saying everything's going according to plan and we do plan 
to take control of all of Ukraine, uh, <clears throat> according to French President <clears throat> Macron. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll, I agree with you. You don't know what's true and what's not true. And these hard. are little silver linings, right? It could be leaked from within the Ukrainian population to mm -hmm. say, hey, keep hope. But it's not outside of the norm. If this is in fact true, I would expect this. I would expect snipers to have kill shots. I would expect actually a mm -hmm. great tactic. When you are a smaller mm -hmm. army, that's why we have SEAL teams. Yeah. That's why we send in small, you, you, you undetected, you lay and you take headshots and you take guys out. So I would, by nature, expect this to be happening anyway, that some Ukrainian sniper is getting a, quite a kill list. That's not really going to do anything for me. But I'm with you. There's so much noise going on. The interesting part for me between the conversation because between Macron and Putin is that it was 90 minutes. Yeah. That is a long time. That's a long time. Con conversation. That's a very yeah. long conversation with with, you know, so was it a bit back and forth? I don't think so. I don't think there was like, you know, volleys going on and just couldn't come to terms because I don't think Putin's negotiating. Right. So it's a very long call, which seems to be should have been resolved in seven minutes. Look, dude, we're going on. I'm taking the whole country. You're mm -hmm. going to pay for this. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a five minute conversation. So it's interesting. 90 minutes. That's weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pat. Uh, yeah. The. Uh, as far as the Russian general and, and the misinformation and disinformation that's going on, it, it seems that I was reading that there was some kind of confirmation coming out of Russia that the general had been killed. Okay. The other thing was that the uh, hit squad that they sent to kill, uh, to assassinate Zelensky, yeah. mm -hmm. there's been confirmation because of the Ukrainians have said that they destroyed uh, that hit squad. The Chechens have said, yeah, they lost those guys. Wow. Uh, the two and were killed were and Chechen. six were wounded. They were Chechen. Yeah. Yeah. And they wow. have confirmed that at least two are dead, yeah. six are wounded, and maybe in Ukrainian hands. Uh, the Ukrainians are putting up a fight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're inevitably going to lose. Yeah. But they're putting up a heck of a fight. Um, and, you know, again, who do you believe? The, the Ukrainians say that they've inflicted 9,000 casualties. The Russians admit to 500. That, that's, that's quite a discrepancy. Still, that's quite a discrepancy, yeah. but it's also a, a, a lot of men yes. to lose in, a, in less than a week. Right. For, you know, what used to be a superpower. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it, it's been interesting to see and try to feel our way through what's what's true and and what isn't true. As far as the phone call with Macron uh, and Putin, why isn't that the American president speaking yes. to Vladimir Putin? That's right. When did we see that kind of responsibility to France? It shows of, you. Of all nations. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, the last. It, I mean, fr the French are as flaky as, as, they sure as are. anything ever, right? And it speaks you to how flaky French. our guy is. Exactly. Yeah. And, and how uh, depleted we are at mm -hmm. the executive branch. It's yeah, almost like we're not in not the wrong. conversation. It is. You know, if it you're is. at a table of... Well, been Boris Johnson was the one to make the first moves with... Right. Uh, mm -hmm. But if you're at a table of the masters of the mind saying, hey, we need to fix yeah. this issue, the U.S. is the first one to arrive with everybody standing up going, what are we doing, uh, yeah. Mr. President? We're not even at the table. Yeah. The French? Yeah. To resolve crazy. conflict? I mean, come on. Well, crazy. which maybe brings us back to the entire reason why this is all happening right now. And Russia has decided that this mm -hmm. was the right moment to invade Ukraine. I mean, right. for all that they called Trump a stooge to Russia, he was Vladimir Putin's puppet. That's what they said. Right. 
Did he? Did they, they attack? Didn't, they didn't nope, do it nope. under Trump, did they? They so. attacked under o- o- Obama, Obama, exactly, yep. and oh, they're and attacking now. Obama two point yeah. yes. think, I think the sixteen election through a, a wrench mm. in the works for Putin. He would have done it under mm. Clinton, and it's like yeah. we yeah. got away. Yeah. And then by surprise, Biden is in office, and so it took him 10, 11 months to kickstart his plan. And here we are. I learned something very interesting today from 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 someone who has a, a show in the network from Jackie. Uh, the Jackie Daly Show, Jackie Deason. I don't know if, if you're aware of this. Russia, and this is fact, Russia signed a 30-year natural gas deal two years ago with China. Mm-hmm. They are, we could have hurt mm. that nation economically. Mm-hmm. They are, he is brazen at the moment because he's got a bankroll behind him from China. He's mm-hmm. not going to stop at Kiev. He's going to go, I don't think he stops at the Ukraine. This, this is, force has to meet force yeah. to stop. And there's no force stopping him. I think he rolls. I, I think Europe should pay close attention. When I learned that he's got a 30-year locked-in natural gas deal with China, mm-hmm. that even if we hurt him economically on oil and gas or whatever, China's bankrolling his war because war is expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And without natural gas petroleum, he can't fund war. This is that's a big deal. So so I want to get into the the oil part of this, because it has been something we've talked about it on the show. I know there have been numerous Republicans who have brought up. Why are we not? You know, you're talking about all these stupid sanctions uh, that obviously. Well, first they said it was supposed to deter them. And then they said, well, no, it's sanctions aren't meant to deter them, obviously. So they haven't even really uh, come up with a unified message on what the sanctions are actually for. Meanwhile, I've heard a lot of Republicans like, why are we still getting oil from them? Like, shouldn't we, wouldn't Mm -hmm. that be the biggest sanction uh, quote of all time is just eliminating that and not using them anymore? That's like cutting off so much uh, bank flow from them. And, you know, they're like, well, I mean, we can't do that because we're not energy independent anymore. So I've heard a lot from the right about this. Finally, I guess the left is uh, getting themselves involved in the conversation. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was asked today about uh, whether or not she supports the ban of Russian oil. Now, I would just like to point out the way that the reporter framed the question was there have been Democrats who have called uh, to ban the import of Russian oil. And it's like, when? (laughs) Who? What Democrats are you talking about? Uh, But nonetheless, here is Nancy Pelosi on banning oil coming from Russia. Watch. There's been a push by some Democrats to ban the import of Russian oil. And I believe that Senators Manchin and Murkowski are going to support the bill on that today. Where do you stand? I'm I'm all for that. Ban it. Ban the oil. Ban the oil come from Russia. Yep. Now, I would just like to point out that later on uh, in her statement, she did also say, well, I'm not, I don't really want to, like, drill on American land either. But I think we should ban Russian You, oil, you can't so. have it both ways. <laughs> That's what We're, we're going to have to get it from someplace. Said. I know. Right? I know. I mean, it's only 400, uh, 405,000 barrels, but... Uh, it's four hundred five. It's five percent. Mm-hmm. We we've got to get that somewhere, or you're going to really have high oil, high gas prices. And we could do it. We were doing it mm-hmm. under President Trump. He he finally got us to where not only were we independent, we were exporting oil for the first time in something like sixty years. I mean, we haven't been exporting oil, and and now we finally were under President Trump, and all of that was eliminated mm-hmm. as soon as Biden got into office. 
So, yeah, we should be banning Russian oil. We should also be off Saudi Arabian absolutely. oil yep. completely. Yep. Look, yep. the USSR, and this is a fact, USSR fell because of Reagan. <clears throat> Reagan said no USSR oil. Now, that ultimately hurt the oil and gas industry, but that's why they fell, because they couldn't bankroll it. Currently, right now, we can, and it's not just the Keystone Pipeline, we can open every single pipeline in a heartbeat. The oil and gas industry, which really the fracking revolution happened in 2014, mm -hmm. and it happened in North Texas, right here. Mm -hmm. And the fracking revolution through technology opened us up. Before 2014, it would have been really hard to be energy independent because we couldn't frack. Horizontal fracking into the Bakken shell. Saved in, us. Into the, exactly. It saved us. But... It gave us a technological breakthrough to never depend on anybody else for energy ever right. again. Mm -hmm. So under Trump, yes, we got down to $29 a barrel. That's not sustainable because you, your producers need. So it's settled around $40 to $60. Anything between $60 and $80 a barrel is where we need to be. We're at $115 mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. We're going we're gonna to eclipse $120, $125. We don't even know. We can't see the end of the inflation curve at the moment because of where oil's going. And if you offset this 400,000 barrels to Saudi, good luck. You're going to fight two wars. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a brand new war in the Middle East because it's always been about oil. It's sand and dirt. They've got nothing else. It's always been oil, but it's always it's the left. It's Obama. It's war. And so and the Bushes had their fair share over there. But here comes, you know, Trump. And he goes, this is an easy fix. Yeah. Let's drill, let's pump. And by the way, we're the cleanest environmental nation on planet Earth. Nobody is cleaner than us. Nobody has lower emissions. We've lowered lead emissions in the air that you breathe by 90%. China is the polluter. We drill responsibly here. The gas is under our feet right now. It's cheap, cheaper mm -hmm. than anywhere in the world. We tap straight into it. There's, I'm telling you, this is so nefarious, they don't want to think about the American people. They don't care one iota about any American. And I saw people line up voting for them again on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Shame on you. Yeah. Shame on you for voting for these idiots again. Yeah, it is. I, I wish that I had this clip, but there is. I'll, I'll try to get it for the show tomorrow. There is a clip out there of Biden's energy secretary, Granholm. She's saying uh, that they look, We. I, I realize that this is tough right now, but you guys just have to understand we're working through the energy transition. Right. So this has been their end game uh, the entire time. Uh, they know what they're doing. They don't want they don't, energy independence. They no, don't. No, and they, they, don't, and, and they, they don't. don't care if they don't it hurts it. American families. Not they at don't all. care. War profits them, but not us. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So, uh, look, I know you understand that um, this home that you probably own right now and you're putting all of this equity in, it would be devastating if a criminal came in and stole all of the equity that you have spent so many years building. Well, this crime is happening all over the country, and there is only one, con one company that is standing between you and and these thieves, that is home title lock. So the FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes. Uh, that is why you need to go to hometitlelock.com. They are America's leader in home title protection. Um, so with everything, everything is stored online these days, which means the D tier home uh, is also stored online. And so a criminal can come over find your deed, forge your name off of it, and refile as the new owner. And then at that point, they can take loans against it, uh, do whatever they would like, but it leaves you with uh, on the hook for a lot of money. You may think that your banking program protects you. You may think your identity theft pr program protects you. None of those 
program's Protect You, but Home Title Lock does. you got to go to HomeTitleLock.com. They will be your peace of mind that the deed to your home is protected. That is HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com. We talked about the State of the Union the other day. I don't know if this week has felt like it's lasted five years, but um, when was the State of the Union? Tuesday. Today is Thursday. Mm -hmm. So we talked about the State of the Union yesterday after it happened. Uh, apparently, Ron Klain had falsely claimed 78% of American voters approved of Biden's State of the <laughs> oh Union address. Uh, uh, no. Well, I find that hard to believe because according to Nielsen Media, uh, his address garnered the lowest ratings for a president president's first official State of the Union address in just 30 years, 30 years. So uh, approximately 27.4 million households watch Biden's hour-long address uh, for a 22.4 mm. rating. Just for some perspective here, uh, Trump's first State of the Union had a 26.9 rating with an estimated 45.5 million viewers. Um, Obama's first. Big difference. Yeah, was a four, 48 million viewers. And B George W. Bush got 51.8 million viewers. I actually, I find this fascinating because you keep, as you keep it seems as you keep uh, going back further and further, the the number of watchers keeps increasing, probably because yeah. as we've gotten, you know, now where we're at, it's just a political football game. And it's just there's nothing that's really of substance being said. Yeah. So people choose not to watch it because they know it's just going to be a bunch of BS that mm -hmm. a bunch of the uh, fact checking places are. Well, they may not debunk it, even though it is BS, but uh, they know that nothing that's being said to them is true. It's all propaganda. So I find this decline interesting. But certainly Biden, I mean, look, he is, according to the votes, the most popular president of all time. 81 million 81 votes. 81 million. You would think that he would be able to break that streak and uh, mm -hmm. not have the lowest ratings <laughs> in 30 years. You would think that. Yeah. Well, he's 50%. Where are all of his voters, yeah. guys? Yeah. He's 50% lower don't than Trump. Don't make sure your answer doesn't get me kicked off YouTube, by the way. He's 50% <laughs> lower than Trump. But I'd say this. I would argue half of those who did watch him probably watched in in hope of seeing the blunders and the jokes, the spoofs. Probably yeah. Or like if, probably he, conservatives if he died. That were watching uh -huh. just yeah. to say like is he going to stay alive yeah, during exactly. this entire So it wasn't in support <laughs> yeah. of him yeah. and in the admiration of the job he's doing. Right. It was probably in for the for the for the gaff. I gotta tell you the that's laugh, the only right? I only watch it for my job. And if I didn't, yeah. I didn't watch it for any other reason. If you watch it playing one of those drinking games, yeah. looking for every lie he told you, take a drink, you would have died of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> you can smash every <laughs> word out of his mouth a was lie. a complete lie. Yeah. I mean, he lied about everything. It was so bad. Even the AP fact checked uh, a number of his claims. Did they? Yeah, and they Good. actually said many of them were false. Good. Many of them were wild exaggerations. Many of them were ambitions, not accomplishments. Mm -hmm. It's uh, He just flat out lied but, all the way through yeah. it. But remember, they don't want us to live in the reality. They want us to live in the meta-reality, right? The metaverse, yeah. just whatever we say. But to your point, it's cry wolf so many times and we go, we're overstimulated with cheap politicians mm -hmm. and cheap politics and, and lying scumbags, all yeah. of them, right? And so why watch? So I'm not surprised that it's declining, but no, I would argue the number that actually watched him in support, we'd be shocked. It's probably a million. The rest wanted to laugh at you.
<laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it was interesting, too, Pat, you bring up all of the lies, just the blatant lies that were told. I also found it fascinating that when he wasn't lying, he was all of a sudden showing support for things that the conservatives have been calling for for a very long time, yes. like securing like our border and funding the police. I'm yeah. like, wait a second. Where the hell did this come from? You just spent the last year telling us we need to defund the police. You've just spent the last year yeah, like bringing in all of these illegal immigrants across the border. And now all of a sudden, now I don't believe for a second that he um, actually believes in the words that are coming out of his mouth and he plans to create any sort of policies behind them. But it is interesting that like when he wasn't lying, he was sitting here claiming Mm -hmm. that he believes in all of these conservative ideals. Which Which is a lie in itself. Yeah. Well, of course. Great point. But it shows you how scared they are yeah. about the election coming up. They have to reposition themselves. That's right. they're, mm-hmm. they're already positioned as the anti-police, anti-border, uh, anti-oil energy party, and everybody knows it. And so they're trying desperately to distance themselves from all the radicals, the AOCs, the whole squad. They've got to distance themselves from them. But I don't think it's going to work. I sure hope not. I mean, we're in trouble if it does work. Yeah, you'd like to believe that Americans would be able to yeah, look. There to are a lot of it. stupid Americans, but they should be able to see through it. Still. Yeah, look, I said Tuesday, you know, the day the day that he was going to do the speech, I said this is their this is their repositioning moment, right? Mm-hmm. Because they got eyeballs on him. As low as the numbers, it's still 30, 26 million people. I mean, it's still a lot of eyeballs. How to, many of those were journalists who had to, to do it for to their reposition? Job? <laughs> to twenty five million. Twenty five million mm-hmm. to reposition, you know, the narrative because they've lost they've lost yeah. it, right? But yeah. I don't. I don't think, I mean, I mean, come on, what, with what we just walked through, the, the, the remaining people that are stupid enough to t- still buy that, um, even even with the even with the the mask thing that like the day before they were like oh conveniently no uh, the, our our doctor here says that we don't need to wear masks anymore he for the state COVID. of the union. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He ended COVID Tuesday. Well, who ended COVID? Some people are like, uh, apparently Putin ended COVID because once uh, <laughs> Putin started his Putin, invasion. Biden, they're both incompetent. So we, we either but then we saw the Biden administration today out in masks again. None of it makes a single lick of sense. Uh, speaking of masks, I want to get to, after the break, I want to go ahead and get to uh, Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, who is taking some criticism from the left. I look, I'll play the video. I can't wait to get your thoughts, gentlemen. Uh, I can't wait to hear what the viewers think uh, when he asked some students to please not wear their masks. By the way, I just want to say he did say the word please. We will get into that after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So uh, if those truckers over in Canada have taught us anything, it is that we are infinitely more powerful when we stick together. The same thing goes for supporting businesses that believe in this country and your right to live free. That is why I am proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. Uh, You really should consider it if you are not yet with Patriot Mobile. If you are with one of the other mobile carriers, if you are with Big Mobile, you are actually giving, they are are taking a portion of the money that you pay in your bill every month and they are donating it to left-leaning causes that you are fighting against. Patriot Mobile has the same nation wide coverage, the same towers as the major cover as the major carriers. So you will get the same coverage, the same nationwide service, 
plus the peace of mind that you are supporting a company that believes in your right to free speech. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget. They've got 100% U.S.-based customer support. They provide exceptional customer support, and they share your values and support organizations. They're going to take a portion of that bill that you're paying, and they're actually going to donate it to places that are fighting for the things that you believe in, religious freedom, pro-life organizations, uh, organizations that believe in you having the right to bear arms. you got to go there and check out their plans. PatriotMobile.com slash news. You'll get free activation with the offer code news. By the way, if you're a veteran or first responder, you are going to save even more. All right, so you got to go there, support a company that loves America and shares your values over at PatriotMobile.com slash news. That is PatriotMobile.com slash news. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is taking some heat from the left after he held a press conference uh, and he had students standing behind him. You can see that these are uh, students standing in front of a, I believe this is what, the University of Southern Florida. It's a, it's a Florida college is the, the backdrop. And so there are students standing uh, in front of this backdrop behind Ron DeSantis, he walks up and they're all wearing masks. They're all masked up. And you got to hand it to him. I felt like he, he used his manners. He said, please. Uh, but he was asking the students, guys, can we just take off the mask? We all know that this is political theater. Watch. You do not have to wear those masks. I mean, please take them off. <laughs> Honestly, it's not doing anything. And we got to stop with this COVID theater. So if you want to wear it, fine. But this is a, this is ridiculous. It's a little abrupt at the All end. Right. Well, it's good to be at USF. I, but he's right. Yeah. And there's not, I don't think it's a problem at all. Um, the, do you have the mother that we do. We do. We do. So this was, and, and then by the way, so this was uh, University of South Florida. Uh, they were announcing new funding for cybersecurity education. That's what this particular press conference was about. These were actually high school students that were standing in front of the University of South Florida backdrop. And uh, <laughs> look, I mean, I think. Some people just want to be on TV. They don't want to waste their uh, their 15 seconds of fame for anything. Mm. And one of the children's mothers decided to get on the local news and accuse the governor of bullying. Watch. I'm responsible for him. And I told him to wear that mask. And Governor DeSantis, and he's looking at this adult authority and, and he's telling him, oh, you don't have to wear the mask. What was your reaction when you heard the governor tell you and your classmates, remove your masks? Um, a bit of surprise and shock, more of, okay, this authority, <laughs> this authority figure is asking me wow, to do something. Wow, that wasn't no coached at all. Like no, right. no child. <laughs> right. I took my off. Did you feel pressure by the government to pressure? do that? Mm. Uh, Look at his mom. The answer's no, but then he looks at his mom. <laughs> and it's like, mm, um, kind um, of. Look at him, look at him. It was more of a pressure <laughs> of an adult bit. figure. Asking My mom me to do something, I, and it's yes. just like, all right, why not? It's just shocking. I, that's, that's enough. I don't want to hear from this woman anymore. We know. By the way, she is standing there with no mask. freaking mask on. Right. Full frontal face. Yeah. And yeah. he's clearly old enough for a vaccine if she wanted to give it's it to joke. him. So you can't that's say, well, he's not vaccinated and she is. When I saw this, what came across as the following is DeSantis knows that the university most likely also endorses masks and goes against it. And he's like, look, remember. And he's irritated you don't by have that. And remember, he removed uh, all yeah. the Yes. But also remember, whoever stands behind him endorses him. Right. So, so if he said nothing and he's standing there and you just saw that picture, you'd go, 
these people with DeSantis are wearing why masks. Are you having right. Why are you having people yeah. wearing masks? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the irritation. He's like, guys, it does, doesn't do anything. The school is probably telling you to do it. The mom doesn't believe in masks, so she would have one on herself. Right. <laughs> so so this, uh, good for DeSantis. He yeah. said, please. He said it does nothing. And then and he it said, is ridiculous. but I would just like to point out, too, because said, I think if it's If you want to wear it, wear it. Wear it. Right. He no. said, please. And then he said, if you want to wear it, fine. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the left itself is tough because I think mainly he spoke the forbidden truth. That yeah. they don't work. Yes, yes. that's They don't that's do anything. Yes. Yeah. So why are you standing behind me wearing a mask when it doesn't help in the first place? And we've been doing it for two years. Stop with the kabuki theater. Mm-hmm. Can we please? The, the mom. Unreal. Right? The mom says, I'm his mother. I decide for him. So I wonder mm-hmm. what she said when they forced kids to wear masks. What about those mothers? That's what drives said, me nuts. You know? Yeah. What That's about what those mothers? Didn't those mothers have the, the right mm-hmm. to tell their children you don't have to? They're hypocrites. They're all hypocrites. They flake. They all flop like fish. She's standing there singing a song and not even endorsing her own brand that she's selling. She's yeah. not wearing a mask herself. They're jokers. Did you guys see uh, Nancy Pelosi before the State of the Union whenever, I forget which network it was, but they had asked her if she would be wearing a mask. And she said, well, if I had young children at home, I probably would, but I don't. And what? so I will not be wearing, I mean, literally none of it made sense. You're just yeah. like, what are you talking about? The people who are most prone to bad consequences from COVID are literally all of the people in that room. All of the people in that she room. She is one of them. None of the children, her, right? Yeah. She is one, none of the children. She's the prime target. Like, being old is like the thing. Like, that is the pre-existing condition. Mm-hmm. And they're all, like, 10 million years old. But she said, no, please, I would not. I'm not going to wear a mask because I don't have any young children. I mean, they're just rewriting history. Mm-hmm. Completely rewriting history. Nancy, are you going to skip this haircut? No. I'm right. going to go to the salon. Right, right. But the other people can't. Yeah, but I'm Nancy. So you guys don't think, like, that mom obviously didn't believe that. The people, all of the left, who are coming out and they're like, he's bullying children. He's, you heard him berate these children. Do do they really believe this? Uh, I can't possibly fathom that they do. But then I'm like, they're so soft. Maybe they do think that that's actually bullying and berating. I I don't even know these days. Pretty easy to hurt their feelings. I mean, you call uh, somebody him or her and they go by they, then their feelings are hurt. I mean, it's it's asinine. And I don't think DeSantis is worried about that anymore. I think he's just he's going to do what is best for Florida Mm -hmm. and what is best for the people of Florida and let the chips fall where they may, which is what he should be doing. Isn't it so incredible when you look back at his uh, ascension and you think about how narrowly he won in Florida uh, against Andrew Gillum, who was like found in a hotel room with a lot of questionable things going on <laughs> and illegal substances and yeah. it was not a, a good look mm-hmm. and he won it wasn't even a percentage point right it was like it was really close half a percentage point or something that he just barely won yeah and look at what he's done in such a short time period uh to florida and i think the voters i mean all of the polling that i've seen show that he's like not in trouble at all no and you you're making a point that i just made tuesday here in texas we are not electing the right people in the conservative movement because we still vote likability like the left does versus character if you knew ron DeSantis before that election no way 
No way. Gilam even comes close to him, and, and it, the proof is in the pudding, right? Look at it here. Mm-hmm. Or we elect these people, they go to Capitol Hill, they turn their backs on us, they become, you know, rhinos because we elect them because the populist crowd liked them or whatever. It's time for the American voter to invest time into who they're voting for and do your dang homework and vote character and vote people's history. What have they actually done in the community? How did they vote? Because yeah. we don't. We keep keeping these losers. Who would do that in a football team? Keep, put the quarterback in that threw five interceptions in, in, on, in practice. Nobody would do that. But we do it in politics, mm-hmm. in our party. We can blame mm-hmm. the left all we want. The conservative party, GOP, is very sick because we elect rhinos, horrible people. All the time. All the we time. keep doing it. So you were uh, upset to see Greg Abbott's advantage? 60-something yeah, percent seven, landslide, right? Yeah, not just that. 12. I mean, yeah. I mean it's insane. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. people, are you not paying attention? I mean, Sarah, I wasn't upset. I was, I can't say the words because I don't cuss, right? But in my heart, <laughs> there's words coming yeah. out. Yeah. We fight, we rescue children on the border, out of the water, floating. This guy does political theater stand and go, hey, it's all good. It's not good. And what's it going to take to make the GOP voter base literally wake up and mm. go, we need change, like radical change. Did, did you guys see it was what, a day or two before the primary and uh, Abbott was tweeting out like, uh, it's, you know, something about the border and what Biden has done. And like, it's time to secure, you know, I'm going to secure the border. And I'm like, <laughs> gonna. Like, when? When's that? <laughs> when's are that? you a new candidate? 2055. <laughs> what are we holding out for? What are you talking border? about? <laughs> Who's just been the governor this entire time? And now he's like, no, nope, you know what? He's doing all these things wrong, but don't worry. I'll come in and save the day. Gonna do it, it really is gross, though, because I think a lot of people are like, oh, yeah. Sadly, cool. Rick Perry was the same way. He, yeah. he was yep. he was big on the border during yep. election season yep. Yep. when yep. the campaign yes. was going on. He's the yes. toughest guy in the world on the border while in office didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's really disappointing because it I is. Mean, we're Texas. Like it's supposed to mm-hmm. we're supposed to be better than that. Uh, all right. We've got to take a break. Uh, next up, I want to get to. All of the things. Speaking of Governor Abbott and what is going on here, I want to get to the uh, the trans procedures now being called child abuse when they are done to children here in Texas. The Biden administration has now threatened the state of Texas since all of that has transpired. We will have the latest for you and we will be back in a moment. Before we get into the Biden administration threatening Texas, um, I do want to ask you guys, we were having a conversation off air about uh, the turnout in the Texas election. I was doing the math when I, I added up all of the Democrat voters who voted for governor and I added up all of the Republican voters who voted for governor and the Republicans uh, had an 880,000 uh, advantage, 880,000 votes advantage. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm, I'm trying to work this out in my head. I'm like, I, do I feel comfortable with that? Well, no, because there will be more of both parties who come for the general because there are always more, yeah. more people who come in for the general, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, well, the Democrats 
probably stayed home because they knew Beto was going to be the candidate. Why did they need to go vote? And who knows how many of them are going to come out that won't come out? And then are the Republicans going to show up or are they going to stay home because they feel like, ah, we live in Texas. We don't need to go vote. We're still going to stay red. Um, so I'm not sure how comfortable I feel with the 880,000 vote uh, lead when you compare the two parties. I just was curious what you guys thought. Yeah, for me, it's not enough. And yeah. I'll tell you, in what I've, the song that I've been singing for months and months was proven on Tuesday. We turned out 880,000 lead in the GOP for the governor race, but the local races, right. it was flipped. Right, yeah, that's a it great point. It was flipped. That's a great 66,000 Democrats voted for Dallas County Judge, 33,000 voted for the candidate. We supported Lauren Davis, well done, mm -hmm. but it still shows you that conservatives are not as focused as they should be on local. Mm -hmm. They focus on governor, presidential. President, yeah. And so great. No, 880,000 is not enough because, you know, they're going to throw everything in the kitchen sink behind Beto. I mean, they're, they're going to come like thunder. We better we better. This has got to be so, you know, dominate uh, dominating victory. But we must. I beg of Texans, you have to get involved local. You cannot. I mean, when this is coming for the local races in November. We cannot have 66,000 Democrats voting against 33,000 Republicans. That's not going to fly. Yeah, that, I don't like that math. Uh, too complacent. Yeah. Be Republicans have been too complacent. And I don't know what it's going to take to wake us up. Because uh, if everything that's transpired over the last couple of years hasn't woken you up by now, I, it's hard to believe anything will. Um, but, yeah, our party... And it's really not even my party. I consider myself conservative, yeah. not Republican. Yeah. Yep. Because Republicans Same. are usually worthless, mm -hmm. worthless, as mm -hmm. we've been talking yeah. about. Uh, and if they don't, if they don't get the job done this time, if and if people don't support them and get active and start to get involved in our process, uh, we're we're going to be in a world of trouble. Um, and there's there's no coming back from it. Mm. And as you're talking about, Yaku, the local elections are critical right now. Your school boards, mm -hmm. your city council people, your mayors, these are critical races, right? And we've seen that in how many, I mean, how many clips do we get from Loudoun County, Virginia, where the school board is completely out of control and ruining the lives of the kids in the school system? These are the things we've got to be paying attention to and get involved with. Yeah. Uh, so talking about Texas and, and all of this, the Biden administration I mentioned earlier uh, has threatened Texas with immediate action, they say, over the state's decision to investigate parents who permit children to undergo life-altering procedures to affirm their transgender identity. So uh, for those of you who don't know, um, uh, Paxton, A.G. Ken Paxton, um, actually did a deep dive into this. The, his office investigated whether or not they could categorize this type of behavior from parents as child abuse. They determined that they could, and so they moved forward. Uh, the governor moved forward with a directive that uh, that they would need to investigate parents who permit children to undergo these life-altering procedures uh, due to a trans identity. So um, apparently it was uh, the Department of Health and Human Services that uh, issued new guidance 
that said that they likely violate federal civil rights laws. And uh, HHS secretary said HHS will take immediate action if needed. I know that many youth and their supportive families are feeling scared and isolated because of these attacks. HHS is closely monitoring the situation in Texas and will use every tool at our disposal to keep Texans safe. Um, gentlemen, I want to get your thoughts on this because I'm sure you have quite a few, but I do want to say uh, President Biden released a statement about this, and he said that Texas has launched a cynical and dangerous campaign targeting transgender children and their parents. Mm. He says, Joe Biden of all people says, this is government overreach at its worst. <laughs> Affirming a transgender child's identity is one of the best things a parent, teacher, or doctor can do to help keep children from harm. And parents who love and affirm their children should be applauded and supported, not threatened, investigated, or stigmatized. So it's good to know mm. that Biden still believes in government overreach. Sad to know that he doesn't uh, recognize it when it is he himself who is doing it uh, and also wants to be just totally fine with child abuse. That's good times, guys. Yeah, it's very convenient. What mm -hmm. he's not talking about in the very Austin, Texas, where Ken Paxton is doing an incredible job Amazing. And has Amazing. to protect children. Yes. Ask me first. Ken Paxton has stood for children. That guy who's the president of the United States has not. Mm -hmm. Right? The 14th of March, they were going to hold a sex ed camp with comprehensive sex ed in four Austin libraries. We combated that, where they were going to pay students $100 per student to come to the sex ed camp to learn about whether they potentially could be transgender. So you drop your kid off on a Friday and you pick, drop him off and you pick her up on a Sunday. That is government overreach. Who was paying for this? Wow. The taxpayer, because it's public really? libraries. Really? The taxpayer. Mm. This is a fact. We have been fighting that, and, and I think it's stopped. we got a couple days left here, the 14th of March. That's government overreach. Ken Paxton took real data and said, wait, we are abusing children yeah. in this state. It mm. is child abuse to give a drug called Luprin to a seven-year-old that may completely regret it. Met double mastectomies in Texas, mm -hmm. out of control. The doctors booked out six years. Mm. Is that the chemical castration yes. drug? Yeah. 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 To perform uh, to double. To a child. It to a seven-year-old. abuse. Big time. Ken yeah. Paxton is a champ in this. The president of the United States, not. Yeah. And when you have teachers that are secretly, clandestinely changing, helping to transition a girl to a boy, and they're telling everybody in the class, hey, don't say anything. Don't tell your parents. Don't tell the parents. Mm -hmm. And anytime we send a note home, it's got to be in the old name, not the new one, and we only use a new one at school. That is criminal yeah. Yeah. to me. Yeah. That is criminal. It, is child it certainly abuse. should be. I, yeah. You know, I was, um, I was talking to my husband the other day, I actually, the headband that I'm wearing right now, for those of you who are listening it's on audio, I'm wearing, it's not a crown, guys. I get comments <laughs> on this all the time. It's not a crown, it's a headband. It's just a headband. And I had it out, and my 17 month old um, always, like, he wants me to put it on his head because he just he doesn't know what headband is. He thinks it's cool. Yeah. And I'm putting it on his head, and I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And my husband said, you do realize. If you were on the left, you would be saying, look, he mm -hmm. wants to be a girl now because he's sure. asking me to wear a head. And he was. Yeah. He was asking me to continue putting yeah. it on on him. He went to the mirror. He looked at it. And he's like, <laughs> this is how crazy it is. That yeah. Like, we can do that and go, oh, that's so cute. Okay, we're done with it. Now go give the him a goes, drug to yeah, give the him left a sex goes, change. He, right. he knew at 17 months old that he wanted to yeah. be a girl. And by golly, I'm going to make sure that he's able to be a girl. It's disgusting. It uh, disgusting. All right, we've got to take a break. We'll be back. It really was. I was so dangerous. Dead camp. It's so gross. 
sex ed camp. Why? Why would they? Because they want to break. All right, don't forget, if you have enjoyed this program and you want more people to be able to find this program and watch less CNN, which, I mean, I think we can all admit, we need more people in the world who are watching less CNN and more Blaze TV. you got to go over to where you get your audio podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. It will take you 30 seconds, and it will help more people be able to find the show. And, you know, we know you're not going to do anything unless there's something in it for you. So... If you write us a nice review, you may see it read live on air like the one today from Born to Groove, who gives us five stars, spicy and dicey and good. I just love it. It's never bland. It's so on target. It's hard to explain. It makes me feel smarter and more alive and also hungry. For Bilt Bars? Question mark? Uh, yes. So typically, I feel like whenever I am hungry, it is most certainly always for a Bilt Bar. So you're probably baby. right on that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Born to Groove, for your uh, your review. Make sure you get your, your reviews in. I can't speak today at the end of the program. I've spoken too much. That's what that means. Make sure to follow uh, Yaku Buyans, host of The Bottom Line. He's got a great podcast out there. Also, make sure that you are following and listening to and subscribe to Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, who I mentioned is up very early in the morning, but is also available all day long on podcasts. So go there. Thanks, guys. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.